straight. Sloppy cards. Tyler and Brando. We're back. We're back. <clears throat> episode 21. Look out. It was a pretty good episode last week. The thousand, thousand downloads, thousand downloads which is cool. exciting. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it's exciting for us. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, it's it's cool. People are listening. It's not going backwards. It's not going backwards, <clears> which <throat> is the positive me. part, right? It gives us motivation gives to us keep hope, going. Mate. Yeah, hope. There is hope. There is hope. There is hope. There is fire. Yes. Yeah. What's been happening? Man, I've got a pretty funny story. Um, Charlie's picked a baby name. Oh, true. Yeah, we've run by some names with him. Yeah. And he doesn't like any names. Really? We said, what would you call the baby? This is a, for a girl, by the way. Yeah. You, are you familiar with Beauty and the Beast? Kind of. So we went and we took uh, him to see like the live stage thing last year and he yeah. loved it. Yeah. He's been obsessed ever since. So. <laughs> He said, what do you want to call the baby? He said, Lumiere. Lumiere. That's the candle. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, I was like, oh. Lumi. That's, we'll, that's what I said, but I don't think I'm a soul on Lumi. Lumi. But, um. That's, di- that's different. Yeah, he's convinced the baby's going to be called Lumiere. Wow. It's going to break his heart when we <laughs> have to tell him it's not Lumiere. Yeah, how long till it's, the baby's due? June. Oh, yeah. June gonna... 15. Yeah, Lumiere. Yeah, you're not calling your baby that, are you? No. <laughs> <laughs> no. L- Lumi? I don't mind Lumi. L- Lumi has a ring to it. Oh. I don't think we're that attached to Beauty and the Beast. No. Charlie will grow out of it. Mate. Except we're taking him to see it again in March. Oh, yeah. Yeah, in Brizzy. Just get him to choose another character. Choose someone up. Belle. <laughs> Belle. We'll get away Who's with Belle. Belle? The bell. Beauty. No, <laughs> mate, I was shopping with movies and kids. That's right. Well, especially cartoons from my generation. Yes. Yeah. Too many head knocks. I can't remember much. <laughs> I reckon I've got, um, I'm dyslexic. Dyslexic? Well, like, I'm, that's a broad term, but I was writing down codes yesterday mm-hmm. and half of them have got numbers in the wrong order. Oh, God. Yeah. You've done well. Yeah. So just to clear that up, Coffee's been helping out with stock tape, <laughs> which is a nightmare. Um, so hats off to you for doing it. But yeah. it's, um, yeah. It doesn't like help even, if you're writing the codes wrong. I remember like ages ago, I was writing cart numbers down. Yeah. And I'm like, why do I have 325? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> head knocks, mate. Head knocks. Wear, the... wear a headgear if you're going to play footy, please. Yes. Big headgear. <laughs> the Americans got it right. Yeah, but it What do you reckon the... Because um, they're playing in uh, Vegas this, they are. this week. Do you reckon it's going to go off over there? Uh, I think so. We're going to see America in the next World Cup? No, I think the NRL players are going to go off and a lot of them won't come back. No. I reckon there's going to be... There'll be a few um, a few talent scouts there for the, the NFL. Nah. I don't know, it. mate. I think a few of our guys were pretty electric went over there and they couldn't cut it. Yeah. It's different when you... Don't play that sport from a young Yeah, I, th- I think it's the tactics that probably blow them out of yeah. If you don't know them from a kid, yeah. it's hard to learn. Yeah, and our like our elusive players have 
they got speed and strength, but it's not... You're not trying to run around somewhere without them grabbing them. You kind of go through them a little bit. Yeah. Over there, it's, they do all these little tap gears yeah. around each other and go around. The big fellas in the middle kind of just put the, hold each other. Yeah. It's, so yeah. it's, a, it's, I don't know. It's a different game. Yeah. And then it's totally different tactics. If you, if you don't know those calls and plays from a young age, yeah, all, it's probably a lot different, aren't they? So that's what, like, a lot of them probably go, like, a lot of them go from NRL to Union pretty yeah. seamlessly because yeah. it's a very similar game. Yeah. A little bit different in the rucks. But I think, I actually had written down, who do you think is going to get locked up? While they're over there? Out of the NRL's players. Reese Walsh. You reckon? 100%. Sexy eyes. <laughs> Reese Walsh. Because I think the Roosters, they're flying home like an hour and a half out of their game. Smart. After their game, like, Smart. you're out of here. <laughs> so I don't know what's going to happen. I can imagine... Um... Man, imagine... Half of them had to front the embassy to get... Yeah. Because they've all got criminal convictions. Mm-hmm. It's not a good look. Look, if you care about your club, you do what the Roosters are doing. Fly them out straight away. Yeah, it should be pretty funny. So I just don't know about... Who's um, oh, who's the Brizzy coach again? Maniac. Kevin Moulton. Yeah. He's loose units. So. Yeah, he's pretty loose. Yeah. I just don't know. Like, remember when he was doing the, the Origin? He was pretty... It was weird. Like, he's not allowed to say New South Wales. Yeah, he's it was a weird. Wouldn't surprise me you had them locked up in chains after the yeah. game. Well, especially after they had the miss out the other week. Yeah. With Reynolds and um, Carrier. Yeah. But yeah, that's, I can't. It's going to be good. Footy's back on. Footy's back. It's, it's happened pretty quick. Excuse me, pretty quick. Yeah. Dragons had their one win of the season in trials. Yeah, it's going to be a long year for you. Yep. And quite possibly just as long for myself. Mm. Think we're in trouble. <laughs> <laughs> I think so, mate. <laughs> yeah, mate. It has. Look, that's exciting news in footy. Exciting news in golf. Mm. There's a few things that have happened this Absolutely, week. Absolutely, mate, yeah. Number one is Anthony Kim. He's back. He's back. A 12-year hiatus. Yeah, okay. And he's back in the game. Yeah. Yeah. Do you know the story why he left? No, I thought it was injury. Yeah. But no idea. So, like, to break it down over his, like, period when he was playing... Uh, it was, so he had a, a torn uh, ligament in his left thumb. He had surgery in that in 2010. Uh, apparently chronic uh, pain in his left forearm. I had one of them and I kept building a retaining wall. Mm. You sook. did. You just suck. That's right. Remember I did my, remember my thumb? Yeah. Actually, my ligament pulled a chip of bone off my bone, which is hanging there. Yeah. Yeah. And you still play it. I built a retaining wall after after seven days of having this cast put on. I had to go back to the hospital. That's right, your cast was filthy. And she's like, <laughs> "What have you been doing?" I'm like, "Well, it's only a hairline fracture. I've got 300 meters retaining wall to build." Yeah, I gotta keep going. She's like, "You're an idiot." She's like, "You ligament pulled bone <laughs> off the bone. You can't do anything." And I was like, "Well, you didn't tell me that." That's right. Yeah. He also hard enough, Anthony. He also ruptured his left Achilles tendon. Oh God, that would hurt. That would hurt. I've never I done thought you better say he ruptured his left something else. <laughs> <laughs> Just said. <laughs> that would hurt even more. That would hurt more. Um, and so he he stepped away from the game in 2012. In 2012, he withdrew from three tournaments. Yeah, know, okay. And then dropped out. And um, no one knows like the full information, but he got paid out. Apparently an insurance policy, yeah. $10 million. Once but, you take it, pay out. You can't come back. That's what that said. Yeah. Right? But no one knows the full terms yeah. of what this is right yeah, so right, yeah um it was a 10 million dollar insurance policy on the condition he won't play professional golf 
now he's just signed with Live, right? So the, there's a lot of questions going on around, like, because no one knows the exact of this insurance policy, whether it was over a certain period of time, mm. right? And that's lapsed. I don't know. Um, I've got a bit of a conspiracy theory I want to get into. In a Do minute. you? But so he's been paid apparently anywhere between five and seven and a half million dollars uh, signing bonus with Live. Yeah. And he's guaranteed if he comes dead last in the next tournament, he's guaranteed one hundred and fifty thousand. It's a no brainer. It's a no brainer, right? My conspiracy theory. You ready? Yeah. Is I think Anthony Kim is worth more than five to seven and a half million to sign compared to what they've paid other players. Yeah. Um, my conspiracy theory is he's wanted to come back to golf. He has to pay this ten million back, which he doesn't want to. I reckon the Saudis have paid the ten million really back and then signed it. So they've really signed him for close to twenty million. Yeah. Okay. That would make more sense to me. Now, have you read that somewhere? No. I was doing some research on it because I wanted to know yeah. more about this insurance policy. That's a pretty good theory. And I had a theory. Oh, I thought okay. that adds up because all the questions were, will he have to pay it back? And I reckon... The that same. makes heaps of sense. Doesn't it? Because it just come out of nowhere. Mm. Wow. It has come out of nowhere. Like, especially for a goal, was he, his first two years on tour, he won three times. Yeah. And he was likened to be the next Tiger Woods was the thing. Yeah. And then retired at 26. Wow. Back now at 38. He looks, his swing looks good. Mm. Plus, he's a bit of a character. Yeah. He's going to be a big draw card for Liv. Yeah. So, yeah, I don't know. I like his long locks. Yes, he grew the hair out. He's grew the hair out. Yeah. It'd be yeah. interesting to see how far he hits it, because his swing doesn't have a great deal of power in it. No, it'd be interesting. See, he he like, used to be pretty erratic and short off the tee. Yeah. So, we'll see. Mm-hmm. That's good to see him back. Um, it starts, it's already on, or does it start tonight, or when does it start? I don't know when it starts to live on. Yeah, right. It's in Saudi Arabia, isn't it? You think it? we should know being a golf podcast? You think we would. We've done a research. <laughs> a little random stat for you. Yeah. Right, about, um, about Anthony Kim. Pretty sure it was Anthony Kim. I'm certain it's Anthony Kim. Okay. Holds a record for most birdies in one round at the Masters. Yeah, right. How many birdies do you think he had? 13. Oh, I was hoping you'd say less. He had 11. Oh. It was pretty solid. It's a lot. Right. I think he had seven under for the round. A couple bogeys chucked in there. Wish I could have 11 birdies around. So do I. Be nice. Be very nice. Uh, but yeah, 11 birdies apparently is, and that's a record that still holds. Yeah, right. So, pretty impressive golf. How tall is he? You know? Anthony Kim? Yeah. Did if, you? if you keep talking yeah. about something... I reckon he's quite short, and he's quite small. But he um, used to get it around. And he always grips down his clubs... Like, he, he always chokes down. He's my height. No way. Is he really? Sorry, I'm one centimetre taller. No, that's what I thought. Sorry, yeah. I've been sleeping with a pillow between my legs. I might be taller. Really? Yeah, apparently that's the thing. Decompresses your spine. Between your legs? Mm-hmm. That's more what I I might need that. Look, I read somewhere, and don't quite bet you can grow anywhere, but they reckon between, like, two and four inches. I always had a life dream to be six Leaf foot. Bait. <laughs> yeah, that's what I thought. But <laughs> I was in the studio today. Yeah. And this lady, she's a legend, was getting fit by Maddie, and I was doing a bit of stock take stuff. <laughs> and Maddie goes, How tall are you? And she said, Oh, I'm this height. I've probably shrunk because don't you, you shrink after you mature? 
And I turned around and went, fuck, when did I mature? <laughs> when I was 12. <laughs> She's like, ah. Gotcha. I was like, far out. So, gotcha. Uh, anyway, because I didn't grow much after about 12. Yeah, okay. No. He's only a lightweight too, 73 kilo. It's about my size. That's seven kilos lighter than me. For the same height. I've got some pretty big bulk on me, but... You have been bulking. I have been bulking. That was my next question. Did you go bulking today? I did go bulking today. How many uh, peanut butter sandwiches did you eat? No peanut butters. What? No. What'd you eat? what I ate today? Yeah. Um, I think lunch I had some leftover pizza I had in the fridge. Yeah. And dinner I made a beautiful roast lamb. Really? Roast veggies. Made my own gravy from the juices. Did you not want to bring any around? No. <laughs> Why? It's my lunch tomorrow. Fair point. Why'd you have a breakfast? Oh, I didn't have breakfast. That's not enough food, man. I don't, I don't eat breakfast. It's not enough food. I eat a lot of fruit during the day. I snack on fruit. You won't see a change in your body composition if you don't eat enough. No, but I'm probably not going for body composition change. Even strange. So, going more so like it's the feeling afterwards and the energy it gives me, yeah. which feels good. Just eat some more protein, mate. Protein. Protein. Yeah. Just eat raw, just raw eggs, drink them like the water. I hate eggs. <laughs> I despise eggs. I'm not. Could you eat one raw? Like, for how much money? Oh, I wouldn't be a lot of money. I'd do it if I had a couple of beers and for shits and gigs. Well, well I don't ha- like them. Yeah, right. I've tried. So it's weird. I'll eat it if I'll put it in my own fried rice. Right? You're so weird, man. But I've sat there and I've fried an egg or scrambled it and I look at I sit there and look at it and smell it and go, I can't do this. Do you, how do you put it in your fried rice crack and just mix it around or you cook it first? Yes, yeah, so do you want me to tell you how to cook fried rice? No, I can't cook it. I just never watch her. Mm. Just tell me how you put the egg in. I tell about the whole thing. I crack it in the wok. And yeah, there you go. And you mix it around and it scrambles itself. And so it, it scrambles itself, yeah. yeah. I no. like to do it. I put you the looked rice. at me then like I'd, I've never cooked it. Anything in my life. Yeah, I just... <laughs> I was waiting for you to ask me what a walk was. So. Yeah. <laughs> a walk. It's something you throw. <laughs> Try and skim them down the river. Yeah. <laughs> That's what you used to say before you grew your teeth. Look down a walk. It would be walk. Oh, dear. Anyway, enough on Anthony Kim. I've got more exciting news. Okay. Spit it out. Uh, Roy McElroy. Yeah. Rumours. He's going to live. No way. Rumours. Right? You know, if he wins a green jacket, he's going to walk away from golf. Oh, you got that written down. Yeah, it's down. Oh. You ready? So, I'm going to tell you the whole story, and okay. we'll talk about it. So, uh, Andrew Chubby Chandler, which was yeah. Rory's ex-manager, right? Uh, he said there's a chance McElroy could jump. It has come out in the interview. There's a chance McElroy could jump. So, McElroy has come out and he's quoted, you ready? Uh, he goes, I think he, he as in Chubby, I think he is writing a book. So, there is that. So, publicised the book probably, mm-hmm. shows that being news. He goes, I spoke to Chubby, might have seen him in the Middle East at the start of the year. Never know. He might know a few things. Who knows? That's what he said. Yeah, right. And then he hinted at, he said, um, he goes, I think... Uh, that could change... Oh, no, wait. So, Roy hinted at... 
Oh, one thing that could change his mind. I couldn't read my own notes. One thing that could change his mind, he has, he has a green jacket and just yeah. walk away. That's what he said. There's every chance he wins the green jacket, he might just jump ship. Yeah. And I couldn't blame him one bit. What about the bloody scrutiny he would cop? He'd cop it, but they're going to pay him a fortune to go over there. What would he get, you reckon? 700 Jesus. Mary. Each other Catholic things. 700 mil. Wow. Big name. Especially after all the, like, he went out publicly and said whatever. But He's already got so much money. <clears throat> my, the reason why I wouldn't blame him for jumping is the PGA used him as a bit of a scapegoat. Hmm. Like, he copped it and he, he stood up for the PGA Tour because that's what he was told to do. And then and they just threw him under the bus yeah. by doing this whole deal. And you never know. Like, he's obviously in that inner circle. He might know something we don't. Yeah. Because I'm going to claim my 700 mil and I'll be back on tour next year. Yeah, true. You just don't know. Right? So, I was reading somewhere. They So, apparently, they're talking about ways that if Live Golfers wanted to come back to the tour. Because they've already got an issue with players. Like, there's already... Not too many, but there's a lot. So, the fields are mm-hmm. big. Um, and they reckon out of all the live players, there's only six who will be guaranteed given back. Everyone else has to go back through Q school. Yeah, right. Right, and the six were, they're all major winners. So it was yeah. like DJ Rahm, Smith. Smith. Yeah. Um, yeah, a few of those got a yeah, Sergio yeah. maybe, I think. Yeah. There. But the rest of them are back to Q school. Maybe they'll shoot him. Maybe. It's still no, brutal. It's probably not, actually, because it's pretty tough. Could you imagine someone like Poulter going back through Q school? Yeah. I don't think he'd make it. No, he wouldn't. I like Poulter. Yeah. But I don't think he'd... He's not beating the kids that shoot 8 under nah, 8 under 8 under. not anymore. He hit 330 and... Not anymore. Yeah. So, tough. Who knows? Yeah, man. I don't know. I, I actually really want Rory to win a jacket. So do I. I like him. Yeah, but... He just lets me down. He just, he shits the bed. He does. He loves shooting the bed. <laughs> um, just waiting. So I don't, like, I'm just trying to think, like, when you look at his game, like, it's so rounded. He has everything. Yeah. So it's just, it's obviously just the course or just the, the moment probably more. It's the moment, yeah. But he'll be fine. Is he just, he just loses it. So remember last year, was he, was it last year? He should have been disappeared for a few weeks. Just went off the map. Yeah. Pulling out of those tournaments. So, yeah. And pulling out of those tournaments took him out of his pit money. Yeah, got him got him to the core. Mm. Cut me to the core, Baxter. <laughs> <laughs> was it Wizard of Oz? You, do you no, go? mate. No, no, it's a different saying. He says, you cut me to the quick. Wizard of Oz. Fuck, you know some stupid stuff <laughs> about kids' moves. Kid movie, that's a classic. That's a long pause for a reason. <laughs> That's a long pause for a reason. <laughs> I don't think I've ever watched The Wizard of Oz, the whole movie. Have you? There's a lot of things I haven't watched. No. Star Wars. Yeah. Heaps of kids' movies when I was a kid. This is boring. Yeah. I'm going to go kick a ball. Go do something else. <laughs> go do something fun. Very fair. <laughs> Very fair. I wonder why my son's so energetic. don't know. <sighs> Mate, we played golf last Thursday. I got something to bring up. Mm. Let's talk about it because it was an exciting day. The guy we played with shot 59. He's a tool player here in Oz. Should have been 56-ish. It could have been worse. But yeah. the most disappointing thing about the round is Numbnuts Cuddy was marking his card. <laughs> and told us he was at 
10 under. Well, he needs one more birdie. He needs two more birdies to get to 59. With three holes With to three go. With three holes to go. So yeah. he went, he went lipped down the set third last, mm-hmm. lipped out for eagle on the second last hole, had the birdie. So we're all on the ninth green. He's got his, I don't know, 15 or 20 footer for... It wasn't even that low. It was well, probably 15. 15 foot yeah. for birdie to what we thought was shoot 59. And he leaves it on the edge, and it was almost deflating. And, like, the edge being, like, it was less than a centimetre. Yeah, it was, it was so almost nice. deflating. He taps it in, like, oh, amazing round. Yeah, like, but 15 would You nice. could have had heaps less. And we get in, I was chatting to someone, and someone's like, what did you shoot? I said, oh, Andy had 10 under today. And they're like, what course? I'm like, oh, because we've got 27 holes, there's three 18s. Uh, the West Lakes. And he's like, that's, it's a par 69. He shot 59, and we're like, holy shit, <laughs> he has. So we had to try and get like excited yeah. after the fact. And then we're like, if you went birdie, eagle, birdie, you shot 56. Yeah, that's right. And the, like, Easy. The, the lip out on eight was a very big It was horrendous. It, was, it should have dropped. It was horrendous. On a different note, my eagle pot did drop. Oh, yeah. So I didn't, <laughs> I didn't know you had five under. I honestly thought you had like three over. Look, if Andy wasn't there, we'd all be talking about me. Yeah. <laughs> Most importantly, though, out of all that, yeah. was the long drive comps for the whole day when Andy, me, and then you. Yeah. That, that's the only thing that matters. That's all that matters. All that matters. That's great. <laughs> what are you shooting at? Three under. Over. <laughs> <laughs> I had one over, and I was happy with that. I think we had that on one I had, a, I had a four putt. What? Yeah, you did. <laughs> yeah. Wasn't one hole you were ripping into me about out yeah, driving me and I booted it and I think you stuffed it. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's alright. Like I said, you drive for dough <laughs> and you pop for show. <laughs> you do have dyslexia. Yeah. <laughs> You're in trouble. But how good was it? It just goes to show you that someone that at that level, like he's an unreal golfer. Oh yeah. Anytime he was inside hundred and twenty he, like, a lot of the time for the whole day, he walked up with his wedge pretty much and just tapped it in. Like, he was almost holding it. And the, the flight was just impeccable. Oh, like So good. Like, you know, like, on any given day, we can hit good wedge shots, but they're not flying like that. No. That was nice to watch. It was so good. Gives you something to work on. Yeah. Man. I just don't know. I think to hit the wedge, I'd have to back foot it so hard. And he's trying to hit it up. Yeah, man. It's incredible. He's over at the New Zealand Open at the minute. Yeah. Paying 100 to 1. Mm. He's 7 off the league at even par first round. Did he? And then Solid. Couple of, he's coming like 77. Yeah. So he needs a few hundred more and made a cut. For sure. For sure. But, but um, it even was, doesn't hurt him. It was impressive. Leaves him in it. God, it was impressive. Yeah. Yeah. It was... I couldn't believe it. It was fun. Yeah. I was shocked because we had a bit of a match coming with me and you versus Cuddy and Andy. And was it on the sixth? Like, so back nine. So yeah. yeah, but they play. I hate playing match play rules. Yeah, six. And, we, and then Cuddy goes, that's match. I went, because I knew he was playing well. But I went, yeah, well, I'm playing okay. Like, yeah, I hate <laughs> match play rules. Because it, it can end like that. And like, you eagle to hate. I birdie day. Yeah. We could have got a few back there. So we would have won. Because back door, we would have got Cuddy back. Yeah. You birdied seven, didn't you? I did birdie seven. Yeah, they did. So. Back door. Man. We need that back in. Yeah. Cuddy, if you ever listen, I'm never playing normal rules again. He's probably our listener from Thailand. <laughs> <laughs> he does go there a bit. Yeah, 
Yeah, I don't know why. Neither. Yeah, I've got a um. I told you before I've, I've set you up with a bit of a quiz. Yeah, I got two, so I'm gonna do yeah. one now. One I've got no idea what's happening here. I'm excited about this. I was writing this. Am I gonna make a fool of myself? And I was actually in tears writing this. Oh shit! At one part, I'll probably laugh again. <laughs> <laughs> this um, this segment is called uh, <laughs> Coffee in History. <laughs> Are you going to ask me about my history? No. Because that's not going on record. No, <laughs> I wouldn't do that. I'm going, to, um, I'm going to send you back in time to certain moments in history. Okay. And I'll get your opinion on how you think you'd go. Okay. Okay? Yeah. Do you know what year the first Masters was played? Um, I'm going to say... 65. No, 1934. Jesus. Mm-hmm. I was so far off. So I'm sending you back to 1964. You ready? Yeah. Sorry, 1934. Yeah. One of the first masters. My eyes are closed. You're at Augusta National. Yeah. The course length is only 6,700 yards. To give you an idea, it's about 1,000 yards less than what it is now. Mm-hmm. The greens rolling close to a four on the stint. Oh, wow. <laughs> All players are using the hickory shafts and rubber core bound golf balls. So the balls of the time, right? Rubber? Yeah, the rubber core and bounce. Rubber core. Yeah. I thought you said rubber. No, rubber. <laughs> you ready? Yeah. You can use all your modern equipment. You've been sent back with your equipment. Oh, uh, no. Right? Five under par gets you the win. Horton Smith shot four under and he won that tournament. Right? So I can use current... Current everything. Right? Even par gets you a top five. And anything better than 44 over gets you out of last place. How do you go? Well, four on the stint <laughs> is going to be the toughest thing because I fucking... It ooh, currently runs oh, between about 12 and 15. I hate slow grains. But <laughs> the ball isn't going to run away if you miss a section. No. It's going to stay there. So, 67. It sort of takes the biggest, like, the trickiest part of Augusta out. Yeah. Right? That's pretty wide back then. There wouldn't have been, wouldn't have been many trees there. No, there's still um, be one. It, it, that was, the course will be one year old. Uh, look, I'm going to say I'm top five. You reckon even power better? With today's equipment. Yeah. Or four, I reckon... 6,700 yards. I, I don't know the exact measurement, but I think that's... It's a little bit longer than cops, but only just. Yeah, well, it's... Take up, it's about six... Thousand one hundred metres. Yeah. So, yeah, I reckon I'm top five. And top five and even par. Yeah. I like it. Well done. Yeah. Thank you. Well done. Thank you. I like this segment. This is good. Only four people shot on the par that year. Maybe not then. <laughs> <laughs> but they were using crap equipment. Yeah. All right. Number two. Mm-hmm. The year 1996. Remember that year? Just oh. at Augusta again. Yeah, Norman choked. Mm-hmm. History's changed a little bit. Yeah. Nick Fowder has suspiciously disappeared after round three. Last seen walking into a car with Greg Norman. You and Greg are equal with nine holes left on day four. Mm-hmm. Can you win? Greg has four over par. Me and who are equal? 
You and Greg Norman. Okay. Nick Fowler has disappeared. He walked into a car with Greg after round three, and oh. no one's seen him since. Yeah. So we're equal up to nine. Yep. What did Norman shoot the final nine holes? Four over par. Oh. Two double bogeys on the par threes. 12 and 16. Look, I don't think I'm beating him. I don't think you are either. That's pretty tough. <laughs> like, yeah. Everyone, like, we all ripped on him for the choke because he had what? I think he started that nine bogey bogey. He had a sore back. He started, I think he went bogey bogey double was his start for that mm. nine. But he had two or three birdies after that and then yeah. doubled 16, which didn't help. Because, like, me, knowing me, like 15, I'm going to have just out of four or five on in. Mm hmm. There's no room for error there. Hmm. I reckon I'm... <laughs> Good rack of the high score of 15. <laughs> I'd, like, I'd like to say yes, but I think Norman's going to get me there. That's fair. Four, yeah. over, four over par for your, your mere human yeah. is still pretty... Yeah. It's tough around there. Yeah. I'm going to say no. The year. 2006. You're at the US Open. Remember who won that? The winged foot. Yeah, he's South African. No. Uh, he's not South African. No. <laughs> hang on. 2006 no, was it wing, wing yeah, foot? Yeah, foot. Mickelson stuffed up. Yeah, and who won? Um, I thought it was Retief. Um, you're going sh- to shoot yourself when I tell you that. <laughs> Bernie. No. Tiger. No. Jeff Ogilvy. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> yeah. Jeff Ogilvy, you ready? Yeah. So you're at Wingfoot. Ogilvy has come in. He's two over par for the tournament. Yeah. Right? I'm not beating that. <laughs> <laughs> you and Phil are tied at one over par for the tournament, standing on the 16th tee. Par three. Yeah. Phil does the same finish of bogey par double. A look of despair and two weeks on the crack pipe glazing through his eyes. <laughs> I'm beating him. Those last three holes. I don't care if you beat Jeff Ogilvy. Oh. Can you beat Phil? Those last three holes. Yeah. yeah. Bogey par double. I'm going bogey, bogey, bogey. What's the same? Damn it! <laughs> <laughs> I thought you said bogey, bogey, double. No. Bogey par double. <laughs> What's the 7 8? Oh. Um, okay. I don't uh, really yeah, know. I'm, I'm going to beat him. You reckon? Yeah, bugger him. I like it. I like it. <laughs> See, see, dropped on my head. Too many head knocks. <laughs> I'm gonna look up the scorecard for the US Open. So I wanna give you like, like just let's just go distances and stuff like that. <laughs> Paul Phil, was it six from Yeah, it sounds like good. We'll put a pause on. So to make an amendment, I think we said sixteen was a par three. It was a par four. We've just found out. What? Did he hit one in the? Is that where he left it in the pot or something? Yeah. Yeah, right. what, he, so the last time he put in the pot and then hit it over the green. And mm. That was a nightmare to watch. Look, I might get yelled at and told I couldn't, but I'm going to reckon I've been coming in. I like it. Yeah. I like it. While I'm still talking about this, I'm actually going to look up. I'm going to keep scrolling through this because that page didn't look right to me. Okay. US Open leaderboard, this is what I was looking at. Yeah, I... You know, I think I thought it was a par three. Yeah, but I looked up the like their website and it said par four, but I don't know if it's changed. That was twenty twenty, so I don't know if it's changed since those six. I can't help you. Cannot help you. Anyway, doesn't matter. You're gonna beat him. 
Bogey par double. <laughs> well, it was a par five, so. Oh. Easy. Easy. This is the last one, you ready? Yep. This is get taking. This actually isn't through history. It's in the future. Coffee in the future. The specimen that bloke. The year 2024. It's already this year. North Coast Open Championships. Oh, yes. You are tied with the handsome local Mr. B.C. Connor <laughs> at 12 under par. Who won one round, two rounds. Two rounds. Mr. Connor hits his patented three-on fade off the 18th tee straight down the middle. You stand on the 18th tee with driver in hand, sweat running down your forehead and shit in your pants. <laughs> <laughs> you know me too well. <laughs> <laughs> I was writing this I was in tears I don't know why right, you, said the, you said the word shit you're yeah. like a, like a five year old let me go <laughs> yeah. you stand with driver in hand sweat running down your forehead and shit in your pants do you win it's already in my pants <laughs> yeah <laughs> uh yeah you gonna win yeah. You beat me at the last. Yeah, well, you won't be able to play me because I'm going to smell. <laughs> I'm done, boys. I'm going to NCR. Uh, well, yeah, common sense would say I'll win because you hit a three up, mate. You see how far I hit that thing? Not very. I'm down the middle. You're hitting driver. I hit the RA's fairway nine times out of ten. Okay. That's the easiest hole I hit a slappy cut on. Mm-hmm. Straight in the car park. When we get to the green, though, it's a different story. It is. Actually, me and that hole have a bad history. You are prone to... um. You know I've putted off the back of that green? <laughs> so that green's like... It's probably got eight foot or four. From Wait, you putted off the back? From the front. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Tell me more. So years ago, we were playing the club champs there. Mm-hmm. And the first round, I was playing pretty good or second round and yeah. I hit this clubbing going this won't go long back left flag it's not going long hit mm-hmm. it long I was like near the putting green I took like a triple mm-hmm. okay there goes my round mm-hmm. second round didn't play it third round played it but got away with it the final round drove it down the middle I was like right, I'm taking two clubs less here because I'm not going long yeah so I hit it to the front middle of the green, like a 30-footer up the hill. Mm-hmm. And for some unknown reason, when I went to putt, this putter went, boss. And it started climbing up the hill, and it kind of goes, it wasn't back top, the top. It was like back middle. So, yeah, okay. So you can kind of get past the flag, and it keeps it going. It keeps going, yeah. I've hit it, and it's gone, oh, no. <laughs> just went past the flag, picked up speed, down the hill, over the back into the garden. Were you, um, were you towards the end of the field? Like when you're playing the last second, couple of weeks. second last group, yeah. So you had people on the clubhouse And Rexy just shot a record of 57 uh, under. Oh, did he? Yeah. Oh, was that that year? Yeah. Oh, wow. And here I am just going, oh, I'm just going to put this with the back. I had chip it to the fringe and then three part from there. Man. So thank you. Thank My you. only memory of that hole for club champs was I was in the I was in the final group. There was no chance anyone was going to win. Cuddy won that year. He was smashing us all. Um Anyway, I've hit my second shot. It was a back pin, back left, and I've hit it long. And so, like, where that mound is, I'm halfway up the mound, right? So, there's this downhill lie hitting whatever. And I've pulled out my lob wedge. I'm doing these full practice swings. I can hear people in the back, you know, what's he doing? You should hit chip and run. You should putt it, blah, blah, blah. 
It's the only successful half flop shot I've ever hit in my life. And I've hit it and the thing's just come out, landed about a foot from the pin, it's like, and stopped. I was like, yes, I'm a hero. Yeah. Yeah. It doesn't make up for the fact I had about 15 over that round. That's all right, mate. Everyone's seen what you did in front. Yeah. I had a whole... So that same night on um, 15, I've hit my tee shot left, which is it's par three. I've hooked it. I'm in the drain. Holy shit. Yeah, shit. it was bad. It's a bad mess. Bad. It was bad for me. Like, I miss it right. So me and miss it left like that was terrible. And um, anyway, I'm in, the, I'm in there. And I haven't... I've got my ball and this tree root right in front. And I'm... But the tree root was sort of like, so no one can see it, it was like a little rainbow. So there's like a little bit of a gap between underneath. right underneath. Oh, and no. I'm looking at it going, I can hit underneath that. <laughs> I don't know what I was thinking because I've hit it and it's just gone straight in there and gone and stuck in it. How big was the gap? <laughs> Not big enough, obviously. <laughs> but it, like, I'm in a drain, so I had to get through that and then hope it popped up yeah. out of it anyway. So. I, then I took the drop. It took about six, I think. So, right. Oh, it was eventful. The club chance. Yeah. Anyway, I, like, I like that segment. Yeah, it's coffee in history. It's good. Are yeah. you going to keep doing that? I think so. And I enjoyed riding, as you could tell. But yeah. <laughs> like, giggling like a little schoolgirl at the end. You there. are. Um, but you finished top five of the Masters. Uh, you didn't beat Greg. Nah. But you beat Phil. Yeah. Solid. After you had what? despair and a week on the crack pipe yeah he's, he's you know he's a gambler he is a gambler he tries new things um I'll tell you who I'm excited about is uh is Jake Jake Knapp oh yeah just one in Mexico have you seen that guy swinging it's amazing isn't it it doesn't look like his body like he moves isn't it just like near identical to Fred Couples oh I don't think it is I, that's all I see I don't think it is. You need to look at them both. Side no, side. I don't. He's just a younger Fred Couples. Freddie goes like up and out and then around and then he doesn't do that. He's got this like real long overswing and then it's slow-mo. I don't know. I'll show I, you after this and I'll, I'll, I think I'll bring up the two and their position at the top is nearly identical. Is it? Yeah. It, it's, just, it's more so than even like not that. It's just that timing. Yeah. They're so silky. He's both silky. But I think if you put a dot on Freddie's club and a dot on his club on the way back, they're travelling different places Probably. to get there. Probably. Yeah. But position at the top and then they're... It's um, Freddie over there, is he? Mm. I, haven't, I haven't seen them being compared. Yeah. I just heard everyone talking about position it. Position at the top. And then it's just more... I think it's more that rhythm. Like, Freddie yeah. has a very... Like a rhythmic swing, it stands yeah. out, and he's exactly the same. He's just he, he's much younger, so he goes I, quicker. I started watching this start of the last round, and I had to go to work. I was like, I hope this guy wins. Like, it's mm. I like new guys winning. He's a bouncer. He was a bouncer. I was reading that. I was reading that a bouncer in a nightclub. But yeah, he swings it pure. Mm-hmm. I'm going to try that next week. Little thing, he once received a ball from Tiger Woods that was thrown into the crowd by Steve Williams. That was at the. Um, I read that actually. 2006. Yes. Uh, US Open. No. Oh. WGC match play. No, it's close. Yeah. 
Bloody hell. Have you heard the Steve Williams story from one of the US Opens? When a he, pebble. Yeah, and he packed like three balls. Yeah, Tiger snapped <laughs> one out of bounds in the last hole of the third round. Well, one ball he gave away early. Yeah. It was scratched. He's like, Tiger just, just hit nine. Why the fuck are we going to hit nine, Steve? I'm hitting a pure. Give me a driver. I need another ball. Yeah, but he just put one in the fucking ocean. Yeah. So he's, he's in trouble. Yeah, it's pretty yeah, funny. Cool dude. 29 years old. Yeah. So I thought he was younger than that. No, he's, he's going to have a big future. Yeah, big future. So, good to see him win in Mexico. Was good. Looking forward to it. Absolutely. So, after talking about him for so long, i got some more questions for you. Oh, yeah. You ready? Yeah. Actually, before we do that, mm-hmm. we've got a new Live VPGA. Yeah. So, we talked about it. Yeah. And having them fight each other... <laughs> Everyone's dead. <laughs> it was... It was funny. I had a lot of great time doing that. And yeah. then it got to a point where I was starting to get... Like, I was running stuff. I was starting to get a bit violent. Yeah. Um, and we are running out of live players. Yes. So we come up with a different thing, right? So this is live VPGA in sport. Yeah. And we pick cricket. So every week, you're going to pick a sport. We're going to pick a sport. We've got to come up with two sides. Yeah. All right. I've gone PGA. Yeah. You've gone live. Yeah. So anyone that doesn't know cricket... Because we, we're international now. Did you know that? We had listeners in Russia. Yeah. I, I can't say Kenya because I know it's Lockie. Yeah. So, um, we had, he was there when he listened. Look, we had we have America, Canada, Thailand. Yeah, they, I think they know what cricket is. Maybe, but anyone that doesn't know, cricket, it's 11, 11 people in a team and usually have a 12th man. So the 12th man is if someone gets injured or if someone needs to come off the field to take a leak, they can run on. So cricket takes a long time. Test cricket's five days. Nine to five, yeah. right? So um, it's a long day out there. So you bat and you bowl. Traditionally, half your team's batters, half your team's bowlers. Yeah, well, the, and the wicket keeper, right? So they have like four or five bowlers traditionally, depending on the team. Yeah, usually four is very traditional. Can be pace or spin. Yes. Yeah, like three three pace men, one spinner, and yeah, all rounder. Very common. Yeah, very common. So how how was your makeup? Did you have an all rounder in there? Uh no, I don't. Um, not really, actually. Didn't you? My my wiki keeper can bat a bit, though. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Look, I started, but, I started writing well, notes for them all, and then for, for whatever reason, my top four batters, I wrote nothing. So this will be fun. Okay. I don't think I got players, but I didn't, okay. <laughs> I didn't write any well, notes on them. You go first. Well, let's start with my opening batters. You, are you going to read your whole list? Yeah, well, right. so my opening batters, one and two, Greg Chalmers <laughs> and Rory McIlroy. Yeah. I think they're just, they'll complement each other really well. Greg's a bit of a grind horse and Rory's just raw power. Okay. All right, so he's going massive. Yep. My number three, and arguably the best batsman in the team, is Keegan Bradley. <laughs> He'd be shit at that in. <laughs> he's a he's psycho. American. He's a psycho. American's not out of like cricket. <laughs> I reckon he can. <laughs> Number four is Victor Hovland. <laughs> He's like my Glenny Maxwell of the team. This is a test match. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Glenny Maxwell played a couple of tests. Yeah. Not well. Okay. My number five. Yeah. Tigger Woods. Oh. Uh, I've got no fear. Does he have a runner? <laughs> he needs one. <laughs> he's uh, he's been compared to. He's called the American Tendulka. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, my batter slash wicket keeper, Jake Knapp. Nappy. Yes. 
aggressive batter uh, and very silky behind the stumps. Yeah, I like it. Yeah. I like it. Uh, all-rounder, Aaron Badley. Bads. Medium-fast bowler. Yep. He's got multiple 50s but zero hundreds. Mm-hmm. So he can always get the start but never gets the job done. Yeah. So, uh, number eight, my bowler, first bowler, Robert Allenby. <laughs> <laughs> He's a, a wily left-arm Chinaman. <laughs> Often bamboozles the batsmen and strippers all night. Yeah. <laughs> Correct. Uh, my next bowler, fast bowler, Scotty Scheffler. Oh. I compared him to... Um, uh, I can't believe what his name. Mitchell Stark. Yeah, okay. Can't control his feet. He's all yeah. over the place. Uh Next bowler, Tony Finau, 193 Ooh. centimetres tall. Medium fast. He likes to bowl line and length. And he's that tall? Yeah. Jesus. Yeah. And then the fastest one on the team, Cam Davis. Tall, 193 centimetres tall as well. Fast bowler. He's got a slinging arm and ripping reverse swing. Oh, all right. Yeah. Mid-late swing. My 12th man's Freddie Couples. Okay. <laughs> all right. I like it. So I think I've got a pretty all-rounded team. Pretty good. I'm using Freddie Couples back in his prime, not now. Okay. Yeah. Well, it's all right. Also, Greg Chalmers in his prime. He's getting on now too. Hey, I reckon he's just yeah. He's a test. He's a test batsman. Yeah. He'll be none from a hundred balls. Yeah. And be happy. He would. Yeah. All right. My opening batters: Anubar mm-hmm. uh, Lahiri and Louis Tyson. All right. So Anubar's a nice. Indian, Indian battle. Yeah, they can so, bat. Lahiri's leg side dominant player. Yeah. All right. He'll both he'll block most things outside off, and he always waits until the new ball the new ball is worn to start stepping across his stumps. I love flicking this. it till his left left leg side. You right. um, you set a standard now for future ones. Yeah. You got few full things. I love yeah. it. So Louis Louis is more of a back foot player. So mm-hmm. I've gone with the combination of Anubhan, who likes to flick it to the leg side. Louis likes to wait back a bit. He's yep. a square cut specialist. All right, he loves some bounce in the wicket. And he averages 51.53 in tests. So he's going pretty good. He averages how many? 51.53 in tests. That's very, mm. very respectable. It's pretty good. All right. First drop, number three, Brendan Grace. So Grace is a crafty left-hander. He takes his time to get in. And once he sees about 40 balls, he's usually set. Yeah. So if our openers get out early, Gracie was coming in and just block, 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 wall, wall the ball out a bit. Yeah. And he's off. All right, I've gone with another South African. So you'll see a bit of a trend here. You've really got <laughs> the cricketing nations. Yeah. You've got India, South Africa. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah. So big Dino, he's fast scoring boundary hitter. He's the equivalent of today's Just Cullis. Okay. And that's what he... Uh, he tries to uh, role model from Jacks. Jack was a very good cricketer. Yeah, very underrated. And Dino can bowl a bit too. Yeah. You know, a few medium pace long hops. Yeah, yeah. Yep. Got to have that in the team. So third drop, number five, Smithy. So Smithy has poised timing and a cover drive that would drop in ends 90. Right, <laughs> and he, he loves the offside. <laughs> Just loves the offside. Alright, so number six and seven. Yeah. I've gone the Vincent brothers. So we've got Kieran and Scott. Okay. Right. So Kieran's number six, and Kieran, Kieran can get the team moving with his uh, his slog sweeps and reverse sweeps. So he's yeah. a bit more of an attacking number six. Yeah. Kind of like what Travis Head can do. Yeah. 
His brother Scott, he's our keeper. Mm-hmm. Right, he's a fine clubsman. Averages 27 for the uh, Zimbabwe Hunters back in his local <laughs> county games. Zimbabwe used to have a team, test team, don't they? Yeah, they, yeah, do. they, they still do. They yeah. All right, so number eight, first bowler is Matty Jones. A, he's a medium pace swinger. He's often looking for his keys in the bowl. All right. <laughs> <laughs> That's about all Matty's got. <laughs> And that comes in Lee, Lee Westwood. So Lee's my spitter in the team. Okay. Uh, he's pretty good at the arm ball. Yeah. Do you know what the arm ball is? I do know what an arm ball is. Yeah. Okay, cool. Uh, he's pretty good at the arm ball. Where are my notes here? He occasionally moves it off the scene. Yeah. But he's also a bit of a batter. Like he can dish out a quick 40 off not many. So he's pretty handy with the bat. Kind of like Warney was. Yeah, Warney was Warnie very handy. Yeah. 99 not out. So number 10 is Leach. So Leash is a leg cutter extraordinaire. Right. Oh. So he's a, he's a fast leg cutter. Yeah. And he averages about 35 with the ball. That's good. Yeah, he's pretty mm-hmm. good. Okay, then my, my speedster is Adrian Moronk. So he's Poland's fastest ever bowler and only bowler. <laughs> <laughs> and he has attributes of Sean Tate. Ooh. Remember Tatey? Yes. Yeah, so his bouncer is a tough ball to face. Yeah. Mate, you won that game. All right. And then 12th man's Tyrrell Hatton. He's so a great talk. He's 12 man for a reason because he's yet to prove he can last a test match without threatening the leg umpire. <laughs> <laughs> and that's my cricket team. Look, so you'll notice I've gone all, I've got an Indian fella, all South Africans, a couple of Zimbabweans, yeah. one English, and Aussie, a couple of Aussies, yeah. and then the Polish. You've picked a great team, so, yeah. and you've definitely won. You've put a lot more thought and care yeah. into that than I did. I like that. I like them. That was great. That was fun. That was great. Really? Yeah. That's it. You so, won. Live wins. Live wins. Live, live one, one up. up. We've got to start making tallies. We do. I'll write that down. One. Live is one up. Bloody beautiful. Well done. Yeah. What's next week? What sport? Well, I think everyone knows the game of soccer. Oh, yeah. The soccer. All right. We're going to soccer. We're going to do soccer. All right. We'll try. I've got a random golf quiz for you. Mm. I'm going to test you. Um, it's called the random golf quiz. The balls edition. What? I know you know a lot about balls. Right. Just keep them warm. Question number one. The longest shot ever hit with a feather ball. You know what the feather ball is? It would have been feathers inside the ball. Yeah. Do you know how many feathers used to go into a feather? Feather. Uh, probably a thousand. So I don't know what the actual number is. The the measurement, if you look online, says a top 400, hat. Four hundred. Four hundred ducks. Says uh, <laughs> it says a top hat's full. Is that just like sitting soft or is it compressed? I think just sitting soft. Because when they make it, they do it and they boil it down. Yeah. Into like a ball, so then they wrap it. Huh. Yeah. Longest shot ever hit with a feather ball. Uh, 335 yards. Very close. Is it? 361. Oh, that's pretty good. Samuel Messick's in 1836. That's a long time ago. Here's the catch. The ground was frozen. Oh, mate. (laughs) (laughs) It helped the ball slide and skip. I think it would have. Yeah. Wow. I was surprised when I saw that one. How far did the wood ball... Travel approximately. With driver. Yeah. The wooden ball. That's the first ball they ever made. Not far. Not far. Uh, what wood was made out of? 
Uh, it was a hardwood. I don't remember the names. The type of hardwood. I'm going to say like 185 yards. Yeah. 100 yards. Yeah. Imagine hitting full-blown drive and only going 100 yards. Yeah. It's too light. Imagine playing... Well, like, it's too hot. Like, there's no spring. Just going to dunk. Yeah. Real dead. Like a wooden ball. Real dead. Yeah. It is uh, terrible. How far did the hairy ball travel? Ever heard of the hairy ball? <laughs> <laughs> Why are you looking at your eyebrows like a rock? Wait for you to say something about yeah. the, hairy, the hairy ball. <laughs> There's kids listening to this. Like, Look, the hairy, the hairy uh, ball, right, they'll sewn and stuff with cow hair. It's got to go further than the wood, wood ball. Mm. Uh, 228 yards. Close, 193. Oh. As hit by John Gibson in 1786. Oh, yeah, Gibbo, that's right. <laughs> this is multiple choice. Okay, let's see. Ready? I'm ready. You'd see. <laughs> <laughs> what do dimples on a golf ball do? A. Improves spin and aerodynamics. B. Increases drag and shapeability. C, which is what you said, makes it cheap to make. Or D, cures smallpox. <laughs> A. <laughs> Improves spin and aerodynamics. Yeah. Yeah, spot on. Oh, thank you. It does. So, <laughs> a ball without, anyone that doesn't know, a ball without dimples hardly flies. Yeah. It just, it goes in the air for a bit and drops, right? So, yeah. It, it, it actually decreases the drag too. Yeah. It makes it yeah. fly a little bit more. Remember they used to put the, a number of dimples on the side of the ball? Yeah, it's a lot back. Prestige 392 or something. Yeah, yeah. yeah. There's a factory everyone that what, golf balls have nearly like 400 dimples. 392-ish. Yeah. Yeah, that's a um, massive one. Anyway, that was the random quiz balls edition. I'm not going to do that every week. Not balls and the balls up. Coffee in history is... Coming back. Right. Well, you, you know Coffs Harbour is called Coffs Harbour, don't you? So, you want to tell that story? Uh, Do you know what I know? Next week. You want to tell that story about Coffs Harbour? Uh, you can tell it. I'd say if it's right or wrong. You obviously know the story. I don't. Right, so, so the story, because that was meant to be the name, right? It was right. Coffs Harbour. Um, and then apparently it was written in like a local newspaper or something, and they misspelt it to Coffs Harbour, and that's what stuck. That's a shortened version of the story. Correct. So, we could be living in your town. You've been robbed by a spelling mistake. I have. Which is unfortunate. It has. That's okay, mate. That, we don't need any more power. No. There's too many calls already. <laughs> There's a few. There's none. There's hardly any. The, um, the time of week that I really look forward to the most... <laughs> and... It's really like, I, I, I say this genuinely, <laughs> I wouldn't have had five under par on Thursday if it wasn't for this time of week every week. Okay. Tyler's tip of the week. <laughs> what did I tell you last week before you had five under? Grip it and rip it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there you go. You just couldn't rip it past me. Don't have to. How does it feel to get out driven by Dwarf though? Does it actually hurt your feelings? Even though you beat me, does it hurt your feelings? No. Your arms are bigger than my legs. Yeah, but you're four times as tall as me. No. It would hurt your feelings if I told you to hit everything out of the heel. No, because I know you don't. When you hit it out of the heel, it doesn't go with a tight draw. 
Oh, please. <laughs> Doesn't matter. I can part. Yes. <laughs> I cannot part. I cannot part. I've made a... I've made, like... I went on the putting green yesterday. You what? I went on the putting green. Wow. Yeah. Before you it. got there with squads. Yeah. Yeah. Did you do... You still the games are set up? Yeah. Did you do them? No. No, I didn't know when you were arriving. You, would have, you wouldn't have passed. No. I, uh, I putted the claw the whole time. How was that? Actually felt really good. That's how I putt. To be funny. Like, mm-hmm. to be fair, like, it... It actually, it feels weird, but... Yeah, you saw it. Not much can go wrong. Yeah, like, it feels weird to take the club away, but once it's moving... Yeah. Then I feel like it just flows. You're probably in the in a good position to where... I don't have the yips. No, so if probably... you have a longer putt, you could probably just go to a normal... Like, in, yeah. it's easy to get speed. Yeah, yeah. I don't have that. So, if I have a... Like, doesn't matter what length of putt, if I'm not doing claw grip, I'm going to yip that thing. Yeah. It sucks. Yeah, but, no. Cool grip saved my putting. I think this year is a year of the putter for me. You know what happens when you practice your putting month? No. You lose driving distance. I'm going to outdrive you. Never. <laughs> <laughs> Never. You should outdrive me. You used to. I told you, hit everything out of the heel. Mate. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> What's your tip of the week? Oh, sorry. Before I shoot yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right, my tip of the week. And I reckon I give this out four times a week, yep. probably more. Okay, so when chipping, you got to hold the club like you're holding a baby bird. Mm-hmm. Nice and relaxed, nice and gentle, like a little baby chicken. All right? Because when you hold it too tight, tension goes in your hands, tension runs up your forearms mm-hmm. and your shoulders. And when you have heaps of tensions when you're chipping, you don't know where the club head is. No, you lose the weight. Okay, so the... Club heads are light. Golf clubs are light. If you yeah. can get them moving up and down a bit better, nice and relaxed, the club is going to move. It's going to have a bit of a, a bit of whip and a bit of flow through the ball. Yeah. As long as you keep rotating, hold on, baby bird, and you're laughing. Yeah. It's amazing. I've done a bit of experimenting with you know, like gripping it tight and then gripping it really loose. Um, it's amazing the difference just in the flight. Like so, you know, if I grip it really tight, lucky enough that I still know how to hit a golf ball, so you still get. Make contact you and generally, see the flight. Generally, up. drag handle first. So mm. leading edge digs in. Yeah, D in the club. We can't slide the club up. Yeah, right. absolutely. But yeah, when you grip it soft, just the difference in flight. And you watch the tour players. You watch them hit it, and you go, "How does it land and stop so quickly?" Yeah. They're holding the thing like a baby bird. They're releasing, delivering a square and off back mm. of the ball. Boom. That's a great tip. Hold it like a baby bird. Hey, coffee. Oh, sorry, mate. How <laughs> <laughs> mental have you been this week? Be very mental. Yeah, alright. Show, show me what you got. Uh, mental tip of the week. Yeah. Let the ball roll. So, here's my thing with, with that is. Excuse me? <laughs> let the ball roll. So, this is particularly true with just short putts, right? Is we get so focused on looking up, trying to get, like, where to go, and trying to sort of force or bully the ball nearly in the hole, right? Rather Is this than... a shot at me? Yes. <laughs> Rather than... And, like, you know, people you follow the club head, where's, where's everything going, right? Rather than just sort of setting up, breathing out, and then just just focusing on where do you want that ball to... Like, pick a spot just in front of you and roll the ball over that. Mm. And just trust it. Just roll it over that. 
part, the best putters in the world will they do their due diligence, right? So they get their line, they get their where they want to aim it, pick how they want to hit it, and then everything goes out of their mind, and they just don't care, mm. and they just hit what they've they felt, right? Yeah. They're not worried about technique, they're not worried about trying to see if the ball went in or whatever else. Just let the ball roll. Just let it roll. Just let it roll. I like it. Easy. I'm gonna do that. Next let it roll. Time, next time I play, mm. don't follow the club here. Don't just once you line up, just let it roll. That's I like it. I like it. Mm. Now, before we go, yes, we got a big congratulations for you. Do you got graduation tomorrow night? Yeah, mate. So obviously you're already full PGA member yeah. and everything else. We yeah. got the official graduation tomorrow. Yeah, tomorrow night at the dinner, mate. I've been busy. It's exciting. Yeah, it should be good. Free booze. Uh, it's free booze for me. I've paid for three other people to come though. Thank you, PGA. Harsh. Just gave you eighteen grand. You can't even pay for my plus one, but that's Look. all right. Just in case anyone, any of PJ listens to this. <laughs> yeah, no, it's gonna, it's gonna be good. No, look, I, um, I agree. It's, it's a tricky situation. You, like, anyone that listens to this that's not in Australia, you pay a fair bit of money over those three years to do your time, which obviously pays for your education and whatever else. Like, they've got a lot of staff and everything else, which is fine. Like, it's understandable. Um, but, you know, like, especially, I'm going to put, like, especially in your case, like, anyone that doesn't know, Corfi had a pretty successful business before this, right? Mm. And you gave that up to pursue this career, right? Yeah. Which is probably more of a, you know, I'm sick of doing what I'm doing. I want to pursue a bit more of a passion and, and yeah. go with that, right? So you gave up a fair bit to do that. Um, and it's a fair cost and a fair... It's a time commitment too, especially with two young kids. So, oh, um, you've sacrificed a lot for that. It's been for long. And there's a lot of money involved into that, and you think maybe the PGA might just shout you at least one. Maybe one dinner. Yeah, maybe just one. <laughs> yeah, maybe look after the wife a little bit. <laughs> yeah, um, no, it's good. It's going to be good. Like, but no, it's exciting for you, man. It's yeah, good. thank you. It's going to be a lot of guys and girls there who I spent the last three years with, playing with, and having fun. So yeah, should be good. Good to see them again. Yeah, I haven't seen them. For a long time, because I didn't, I haven't played an event since October. How good are you? So it'll be good. Can't wait. Do you have any four putts in that event? No, but I. So what? Do you have four putt during your training shit? No, that's never. good. I'm glad yeah, to hear that. No, but I had like 38 putts one round at Windaroo. Ouch! I, I hit like 16 greens. No, 14 greens. Had like 11 over this one day. Oh. I'm not even joking. <laughs> <laughs> I hit a stripe in the ball and had 11 over just going hit the ball in the hole and we got to about 13 holes in I turned to the guy I'm playing with and who I know pretty well and I was like Matt this is the first time in my life where I just I want to break every club in my bag like not as angrily I just want to I just want to go snap them all yeah. and just drive home drive four hours about the cost I said what's the cost on the fine because you get fined in the PGA and he goes mm-hmm. mate it's 500 a club I was like, all right, that's seven grand. I was like, are you going to dob me in? He's like, no. Nah. And I looked at the other two, and I'm like, I don't really know them. I wonder if they'll dob me in. They look like narcs. Yeah. So I continued to, to finish, and oh, I thought, yeah, it was, I think the 15th hole I two-putted. I had like so many three-putts. I just, and the greens weren't that quick. I just didn't, I just couldn't putt. It's, it's, so for like, there's nothing more frustrating when you're hitting the ball well and you just can't get anything in the hole. Yeah. If it's the reverse, like if you're hitting it like dog shit, but you're 
you get any in the hole, you don't mind. Well, you save your round. Yeah, you don't mind. When you're hitting it well on putting shit, you lose your round. Yeah, and just putting bad's the worst. I've got no four putts in my time, mate. That's really good to hear. No, I've, I've rarely four putt. But I did. When do you think your last four putt was? Well, the last time I did, I broke my club on the 25th grand at Coffs. Um, I spoke about this early on in the pod. I was like three or four under playing with my mates. Before, this is well right. before any of yeah, this. Yeah. I four putted for a double. It's got the, and I just, out of instincts, went snap over my knee, picked the ball up out of the hole, walked to the tee. Like, I just put the ball, the club casually in my golf cart. Looked at the next hole when you're yeah, at a nine on down the hill, grabbed my club, still in the tee. I wasn't even angry. I was like, yeah, whatever. Yeah. And the boys are like, what the hell's wrong with your leg? And I'm like, what? Look down. And I had this massive gash yes. where, the, where the shaft cut me, blood running down my leg. And then I went... And for me, you had a few birdies coming in. Yes, yeah, so then I went lip out birdie with my lob wedge and then birdie the last. <laughs> <laughs> and I come in, I come in and got my leg half bandaged up, shot four under and everyone's like, why do you even, why do you got blood all over you? I'm like, oh, it's a long story. What happened, I told everyone because I was like, whatever. And they're like, what'd you have, like 10 over? I'm like, eh, four under. <laughs> they're like, you're an idiot. Right? But I didn't, one of those things, this instinct took over, like, yeah. straight away went, snap. Oh, that's not good. Yeah. Why did I snap that for? It must be a clean cut to not feel it like that. Well, it's just like a little, yeah. it's right on my knee. Yeah, it wouldn't you stop see the scar. Yeah, you can. <laughs> that's it. Oh, that's nice. <laughs> it matches that one. Yeah. Excellent. Yeah, no, nah, um, dribbled on enough. I love it. Before we wrap up, anyone wants to send any emails in, the slappycut at gmail.com. Yeah. Tell us your golf stories. Tell us anything. Yeah, tell us anything. I like it. We'll, we'll read it out. Send us your swing, actually, and we'll, I'll review your golf swing. Tyler reviews a golf swing. Yeah. Wow. I'm going to send my golf swing in. Anonymously. I do that all the time. Anonymously. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to blur my face. Give up. <laughs> Give up. Take out lawn balls. Lawn balls. Yeah. But I can part. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Excellent. Well, coffee, I've enjoyed this. Another hour. Another hour long. Soccer Good. next week. Soccer. Okay. How many people want soccer field? God. I don't know. I, I know they Eleven? Four or five. Think, it's I think, close. I think it's eleven times. Yeah. Sounds about right. right. I haven't played soccer since I was nine, so. Nah. I'll ask Teddy. Ask Teddy, he'll know. He'll know. That's right. Do that and then we'll have coffee in history. Yeah, right, perfect. Thanks, Legend. Thanks.